The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Science Foundation Ireland believes in the ability of science, technology, engineering and maths, the STEMs, uh, to affect positive change in the world and drive a sustainable international economy. From the 12th to the 19th of November, it marks Science Week in Ireland. And here to tell us more is Professor Philip Nolan, Director General of Science Foundation Ireland. Philip, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, you have a theme for uh, this year's Science Week, which is being human now and into the future. Absolutely. So what other choice do we have? Exactly. So our theme is human question mark. Yeah. And uh, Science Week, as you know, is our annual conversation and celebration of, as you've put it, the power of science. And science and technology have this wonderful capacity to improve and enhance our lives. But the question we're asking is, how do we, the citizens, how do we, the people, want to use those tools? What sort of lives do we want to live now? What sort of lives do we want to use in the future? And how can science and technology enable the lives that we want? Now, the, the bad guy in the past has been, say, engineering and creating monsters that belch out CO2, da, 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 da. Um, but that was at a time when we did not have a crisis in the climate, Absolutely. when all of these technologies were developed. And now science is hopefully coming to the rescue. Absolutely. I think you've, you've, put, your, you've put it very well there. I mean, all new technologies, all scientific discoveries have potential wonderful new supportive enhancing uses and they also have potential risks and downsides. And I think if anything, the Industrial Revolution, it gave us many things, you know, medicine, um, uh, new products, new ways of doing things. New fabrics, new clothing, all of these things. E- exactly. But what we didn't do at that time is investigate and foresight what might be the risks and downsides. And that's exactly now, if we had stayed at a population of two billion around the, the globe or one and whatever it was at the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, probably less than a billion, mm-hmm. we could have carried on. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, th- uh, with, with m- very impoverished and much shorter and much more, in, in, in the words of Hume, brutal lives. Um, so uh, this is the thing that we need to really talk through. So on the one hand, science has the capacity to keep us healthier, to restore the environment, to address the biodiversity crisis, um, to use digital technologies to enrich our lives. It has that potential. Um, But in any of those things, you can imagine areas where we need to investigate, regulate, uh, take care not to see the adverse outcomes. And, and, And this conversation is about what's what do people want into the future how do they want these technologies to enrich their lives and then then scientists and engineers need to pursue those lines of investigation lines of inquiry that will give them now some of the the scientists in the very area of artificial intelligence are warning about its dangers because you know we've described the internet as the wild west really and mm-hmm. it's being tamed slowly but surely but in terms of ai they're saying look what happened with the internet when you've uncontrolled uh, internet uh, then you get the dark web you get pornography you get all sorts of bad things you also get great things the mm-hmm. fact that you can you've got a global encyclopedia at your fingertips yes. which is fantastic but with ai uh, to make haste slowly yeah. And if you think if you think about um, digital technologies like the mobile phone, the Internet, if you think about how we use those things, most of the time we're using those things, we're using them for good. Sure. The problem is the ways in which they can be used for ill are really quite invasive. So n- nobody predicted when we first started using mobile phones to access the Internet 
that in 2020, 2021, we'd be talking about the potential of that to destabilise elections through misinformation yeah. on social media. Our job as scientists and engineers is, and, and we do have the expertise, is to think those things through, to talk those things through, but not to do that on our own in isolation, to talk those things through with the public. So the critical thing in terms of artificial intelligence is twofold. One, how scientists and technologies design those things so that they are safe. And two, how do governments regulate and support those things? The real challenge for governments now that we live in a cyber physical world where there's a physical aspect to the Mm -hmm. world we live in and they're used to legislating and regulating the physical world. But there's also a digital world that needs to be legislated for and, and, and regulated. And that's a transnational issue. It's not and, and that's uh, the problem we're, we're seeing with uh, trade, for example, uh, when you are depending on Russian gas, for example, mm-hmm. and then a war breaks out and suddenly you've got to find your gas somewhere else or there is a trade war between two countries and you find that USA is saying no to Huawei and now um, China is saying, well, why are you buying Apple products when you could be buying Chinese. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and supply chains maybe become shorter, but we can't do that with the internet. It is a global thing. Exactly. And equally, that global thing can be disrupted um, by different geographical or... or, or uh, yeah, but we're, we're allowing total access in the West, whereas if you want to tell someone in China or in other parts of the world where governments would be different... You want to tell them something, they can't access it. Exactly. And without getting into the specifics of those, what we need to do is equip both our governments and our people with the tools to navigate those challenges. So if, if a government doesn't invest in research, doesn't invest in innovation, if the EU invests inadequately in research, inadequately in innovation, then our government and the EU simply won't have the knowledge and tools to conduct those negotiations, to create the safety mechanisms which would prevent those kind of adverse events. The the question of STEM in schools, and, Mm. you know, there was a time when uh, STEM was seen as the province, basically, of boys and girls didn't get involved. That has changed uh, quite dramatically. But what worries me is the number of boys and girls who profess an ignorance of science. And I believe it's as important as learning French or learning uh, geography to have an understanding of science. Yeah, I I do have to say, in in my view, that remains a weakness in our system. There's been huge enhancements of science, technology, engineering and mathematics in schools, in primary schools and secondary schools, through the work of the department, but in particular through the work of teachers who have really shown leadership to introduce the excitement of science into their classroom, not just through the curriculum, but through all kinds of activities around. I remember uh, helping one of my daughters with... Uh, some geography things about tectonic plates and so on. And, you know, it's not that many years ago, but there was no video available online that could show it dramatically. That's all there now. Absolutely. It makes learning much more exciting. Absolutely. And and I I really do want to commend both departments and and teachers. I mean, a reminiscence that when I was in second class in primary school, the teacher had a weather station, very opposite to today's issue. I, I am convinced that that exposure to collecting data in a really kind of physical way was my start, one of my starts mm. in science. So, so I really do think we need to build on the success of our own um, uh, uh, Curious Minds programme, 
uh, that SFI has in schools, the really hard work of teacher and teacher educators and the work of the department to build more science and engineering into mm. the primary and secondary school curriculums. But I do think we need to go yeah. further and be courageous about this into the future. There was a time when if your motor car broke down, um, you could lift the bonnet and you could change the spark plugs or look at the timing or the tappets or whatever it might be. And you didn't have to be highly educated to learn that kind of stuff. Now, if anything goes wrong, yeah. <laughs> you, you open it up and there's a chip. Yeah. And basically, you, the amateur cannot go near the chip. Absolutely. But it does also make the life of um, a mechanic much more interesting and much more challenging. So there's a lot of talk, for instance, about how technology will change the future of work. One of the things that I feel is it'll create really exciting opportunities for for technological work right across the spectrum of what we consider careers and right across the spectrum of what we consider in terms of education. So I see really exciting apprenticeships into the future um, about how technology-enabled machinery uh, um, it, it, it works within our lives right out to the kind of things that we need doctoral training for. So, so yes, all of this technology will change the future of work. But for me, in a really enabling and exciting and very diverse way, I think that's the important thing. Um, we'll be astonished by the, the very diverse and unpredicted applications of all of these technologies. In so the there are th- probably hundreds, if not more, events right across the country for Science uh, a Week. So yeah. where do people go to get... So, so go to scienceweek.ie. There's something for every age. I was at a fantastic event in, in, in Galway yesterday evening, which stretched right across from primary school age, right out uh, into things that were of interest to adults. And frankly, much of the stuff that's of interest to kids is also of interest to adults. And the compelling thing is look at the diversity of events there. Look at the diversity of opportunities. And we think anybody can see themselves in one of these events and it may change their future. Very good. Professor Philip Nolan, Director General of Science Foundation Ireland. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, joining us. And don't forget, scienceweek.ie is where you'll find that resource, something happening near you, and that is for sure. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.